Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Final hour, Jones and Mega with Arcan. If you missed our interview earlier today with Andrew Raycroft, you can go back and listen to the podcast at any time. Just subscribe to Jones and Mego on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. 617-779-7937. Your phone number to get in touch. You can also text us at 37937. I've paid a little attention to the text line today. I, I really... Uh, People loved Meg explaining. Well, it's kind of in a blind spot over there. Oh, was it... Was it not so hot, the feedback? Is that what you're saying? That's- well, a lot of people were saying that I'm just an extremely grateful person, and I'm just so, that this, that, you know, this young woman must be so excited to be joining See, a family with me. I, I love the, the view that you have on this. It's just like, hey, guys, can we just end the charade of- It's for everyone. You give me a thank you card, and I give you a thank you card. Let's just skip it and not even give each other thank you cards. But I I, I just take it out all the way to, like, gifts- I just take that all the way to gifts. See, I love the... I, I just take gift, that all the way to presents. Like, no, hey, you know what? giving is an Let's art. just skip it. Let's just skip it. You're going to give me one. I'm going to give you one. Let's just skip it. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. What? Yes. But what if you see something for your wife that you, you're like, oh, she would love that? Well, then that I'm would gonna... be the first time. <laughs> if, that, if, that, if, there's that, if, any, if I ever see anything where I'm like, oh, my God, my wife would love that, it would literally be the first time. Really? Yeah, I I'm love, just like, oh, I, I, ha- I now have to... People. Oh, it's her birthday? Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's Mother's Day. Oh, it's any one of the million days I have to get her something. I'm just like, crap, I have to get her something. But never have I been like in a store and I'm like, oh, Kat would love that. Yeah, also, what do you think that we would see that we would recognize as something that our wives would like? Like, if I'm in a store and I see something I think my wife would like, I know it's like yeah. Costanza. I know she wouldn't like right. this. Here's how it There's works. no way she'd like this. Here's how it works. I'm like, oh, it's $5. I know she won't like it. Oh, it's $1,000. I bet she'd love it. Like, I mean, that's that, that's my view on it. I love giving gifts. I'll if say that. Like, I like picking wrong, out gifts for people. And the opposite would have to be right. I just don't need the pen and paper involved. Yeah, yeah, the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel kind of the same way about, like, birthday cards. Mm-hmm. Someone sends me just a birthday card. I mean, yeah. There's cash in it. That's nice. I, again, Cards going in the trash either way. S- uh, I'd skip right over gift giving. I'd skip right over just celebrating birthdays. It's like we all got one. We can just Hold all on. we can just all skip. We can this just all skip. This is one of the darker things. We can't as an, uh, as an adult. Birthdays? Thank you. Thank you for the ovation back there, Ryan. Well, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying I'd prefer to just skip that altogether. Children, I get. You know, Why children celebrate anything. No, well, that's that's fine, dude. <laughs> I got a birthday coming up, and it's just like, ugh. Uh, when's it's, your birthday? Well, no, it's in March. Did you hear that though? What? Guys, I have a birthday coming up. Like, Yo, that's no, a, that, that was a that was don't make a big deal. Okay, that was, that was a sneaky little make sure, no. make sure uh, you wish me a happy birthday. Jones, you, you know why? Something because if I don't mention it and she finds out, she's going to yell at me for not mentioning that it's my no, birthday. No, so because this is what this is a. I'm trying to get Mego to not yell show. at me as often. This is where people will come in 
the day after you've worked with them the day before, and they go, well, my birthday was yesterday. Guess no. what I would not have said. Oh, no, no, no. no. Now, that, now that's a guilt trip. Now, that's, you, you never would have known. I didn't even tell you what day it is. Yeah, I'm the same way. So, like, I, I, mean, I treat every day in March like your birthday. I wouldn't, now we're talking. I wouldn't talk down birthdays and then all of a sudden be like, oh, yeah, by the way, yesterday was my birthday. I wouldn't do that because now you are... Now you are making somebody feel bad. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't want to mention your birthday at all, don't even tell me that it happened. Yeah, I won't. Don't tell me you were born. Yeah, I, you I were won't. never born as yeah. far exactly. as we're concerned. Exactly. I won't. We don't need to. Jones to... was spawned. <laughs> no, that that is from true. a clutch of eggs. <laughs> that is that's. I wouldn't say that's inaccurate. Uh, so anyway. You know, we've uh, we've talked uh, about a variety of things today. Uh, thank you cards. Really hot button. Again, if you want to weigh in, 617-779-7937. Your phone number to get in touch. Still very clunky on its way out of my mouth. But what are you going to do? Uh, it's also been very clunky for the Patriots down at the Shrine Bowl. And I know it's like, oh, it's just the Shrine Bowl, Jones. The Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet. It's not the offseason yet. Can't sign free agents. Can't bring in draft picks. Never mind, install your offense and blah, 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 blah. Like, I get it. I get that it's early. I do. But I've also been subjected the last couple of days. Uh, Megan dropped in a, a great one in our Slack channel about, oh, my God, Bill Belichick is so hands-on. And look at the coaching that Bill O'Brien is doing at the Shrine Bowl. Wow, this Patriots coaching staff was a big deal that they were going to go down there. I think it's a good thing they're down there, by the way. Any opportunity you have to get up close and personal and extra looks in person at these prospects is a good one. I want Bill at Pro Days. I want him at the Senior Bowl. I want him at the Shrine Bowl. What I don't want is Bill floating around in the Caribbean and dialing up Nick Saban and asking him what he thinks about a prospect. I want Bill to work him out, see him in person, meet them, uh, do the whole thing. I don't see how that could possibly hurt. That's part of your job. You have to do it. And when Bill doesn't do it, I'm critical. So I'm happy he's there. But I have to sit here and be subjected to all of the work that Bill's doing at the Shrine Bowl. So I was curious how it's actually going at the Shrine Bowl. Troy Brown is the head coach of the Western team. It's all Patriots coaches. Bill Belichick is an advisor. Bill O'Brien is an advisor. Gerard Mayo is an advisor, among others. But Troy Brown is the head coach. How did... uh? How'd the West look on offense yesterday, Troy? You saw it. <laughs> so, you know, you're going to have days like that. So it was uh, not not very impressive offensively. I was I was proud of the defense out there and the way they played and and the way they performed. But uh, offensively, we got a lot of work to do before Thursday's game. So, yeah, that wasn't a good day. It's like a recurring nightmare with this team and installing offenses. So at the, the Shrine Bowl now, the offense sucks. And they can't install an offense, and the defense is way ahead of the... Gee, where have I heard that one before? It wasn't a good day. Well, I think if there's a positive here, which I'm going to look for... They're consistent. It's that we now know why Troy Brown was never considered as an offensive coordinator. Sure. And he doesn't have to elbow out Gerard Mayo or Bill O'Brien as they try to go into a battle royale for the next head coaching job of the Patriots after Bill Belichick decides to hang it up. Like... I can't read too much into this personally because as you set up, it is a Shrine Bowl. It's a collection of random college kids who don't play together. They're not Patriots players. They're not NFL players yet. Troy Brown is the one running the operation there. He's a positional coach. And I know, I know Gerard Mayo, Bill O'Brien, and Bill Belichick are there in in an advisory role. I just, I wouldn't read into this as... This is the way that the coaching is going to run and the dysfunction is going to directly carry over once OTA start in the spring. Maybe not. I just, it's the one indication we have so far. It's like we're making a big deal about the coaches down there and I'm going to pay attention to offense specifically. And the offense sounds like it's kind of a mess. 
Uh, there's also the update that we got today from Chad Graff. You dropped this in, Megan. This is way more alarming. Okay, and I, but I think they all tie together. No, but, but, this is, but this, this is, alarming. is alarming. So uh, Chad Graff in The Athletic had some notes from the Shrine Bowl, and he says that Joe Judge, who served as New England's quarterback coach this last year, as we know, has been very involved with coaching and has spent a lot of time with the offensive players, further muddying the discussion about his role for next season. He's still working with the offensive players. The prevailing thought was the judge would simply replace Cam Acord as special teams coordinator. Put a pin in that. We'll circle back to it. But Acord is here working with specialists, a sign he could remain in his role despite the team's struggles there. Judge's status is one to monitor as it seems he'll be returning to Belichick's staff in an unknown role. Look, I'll allow for this possibly being Joe Judge doing the same thing the Herald wrote about last week and Joe Judge overstepping his bounds and being, being loud, loud and, and getting in everybody's face and pretending like he knows more than he does because he's Joe Judge. Maybe it's just that. And Bill's like, whatever, he's been railroaded here. It's the Shrine Bowl. We're just going to let him do it. He shouldn't be anywhere near offensive players again, period. And specifically for this event, what what's he doing? Working out guys they might draft and telling them the wrong thing? Like, what? what <laughs> why do you want him anywhere near these prospects? Arkan, I don't know how you feel. I am so confused and troubled by this because my main takeaway coming out of the reading that Harold piece from Andrew Callahan and Karen Garigian was that Mac Jones and Joe Judge really don't like each other. And Mac's going to, by all appearances, is coming back as your quarterback next year. And we're supposed to all go, okay, Bill O'Brien is coming in. He's going to smooth everything over and make everything professional again. I don't know if they think Bill O'Brien is like some advanced family therapist or they don't care about Mac Jones and he's actually not who they're investing in at all, even in the next season. I don't see a scenario where you could bring Joe Judge back on the offensive side of the ball with so many of the same players coming back, including Mac Jones, and have those players not, you know, check out again the way that you accused them of at the very beginning of last year. If they turn around and Joe Judge is a positional coach or some kind of gray area offensive advisor on yeah, that or he's side just of the like, ball, he's just on that ball side of the ball but chirping so, at them I wouldn't blame, that's just and telling them the so wrong thing. Right area is, you know, very dynamic area of the field. It's very different when you go through different zones. If you're Kendrick yeah. Bourne, if you're Hunter Henry, guys who saw their number their numbers last year cut in half, like I know they're getting paid here, but it's like, come on, again, Arcan. The quote from the Herald was, Mac didn't like him, comma, at all. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry oh, there. Yeah, and I, think also, that, I think that feeling was mutual. But yeah. They also mentioned that he was getting phased out after week five or six. Right. So, like, if you're getting phased out at that point, and that's getting tough, that wasn't the players who were saying that. I think that came from the team. Oh, no, no, yeah, it was a bad thing, but we phased him right out. I hate to say it, but the simplest answer here is that Joe Judge is under contract with the Giants for two more years, and Matt Patricia isn't. And it may be just as simple as that. You got another free guy who's a Bill ass kisser who owes everything to Belichick, and he's going to be around there, so we'll just keep him around, and that's what he's there for. So he's an advisor. He's an advisor, and they are going to keep him happy. Why does he have to be working with offensive? He should be nowhere near the offensive side of the ball, whether they're prospects or guys on the team. He should be nowhere near that side of the ball. So, look, I know it's just the Shrine Bowl. I know it's the stupid college football all-star game, but there are some things you can take away with the Patriots and their coaching staff. 617-779-7937. I I just don't like reading that the offense doesn't look right. It, it, It makes me question, and the coaching should be better on that side of the ball. It can't be worse. But it makes me question how much better off they're going to be. Like, it's still it's still Bill Belichick, who in 2023, I don't know that he gets offenses. 
uh, or offense, rather. It's still Bill O'Brien, who never had a top 10 offense when he was in Houston. Like, it should be better, but how good is it going to be? I'm so much more troubled by Joe Judge still no, I mean, that is, that is shouting scary. at people. It is scary <laughs> that he's still, I mean, we thought he might be out. We thought him and Patricia might be out. And not only is he there, he's as hands-on as ever. Uh, again, we'll get to your feedback, 617-779-7937. couple of things to get to. I do want to circle back to the Patriots' biggest needs this offseason. Is it a wide receiver, which is, well, a common thing that teams who went on deep playoff runs addressed in the past couple of offseasons through first-round picks, second-round picks, trades, what have you, big-time capital. Do the Patriots need to do that this offseason above all other positions? I also want to tie up a loose end on Sean Payton going to Denver and what it means not just for the Patriots but for a former Patriot, Tom Brady. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good point from the text line. Because we're talking about the Shrine Bowl. No, I'm not being sarcastic. This is actually a good point. I highly doubt it, but go ahead. 207. Has to be horrible being a player going into this draft. I'm assuming this is after being at the Shrine Bowl and knowing your offensive coach is a dope. (laughs) Having to take his draft report will be doesn't take coaching well or criticism well. No, I mean, look, and there's, there's also this piece to it. I said it earlier, like... If I'm one of these prospects getting worked out by Bill Belichick or Joe Judge, if Joe, I'm like, how am I supposed to take you seriously? What a waste of my time this is. I don't think college kids are looking at Bill Belichick and going, this guy's wasting my time. I would. I'd be like, because of this guy season. working here, Joe Judge, you picked him. I don't think they're even as tapped into that. No, they're probably about not. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. They're but looking if they at were, going, 
this is the guy with all the rings. If they were, they'd be like, wow, what a crappy job he did last year. you can imagine if they were. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. That's how I'd look at it. I mean, I don't know how, how uh, in the know these kids are, but that's, that's how I would look at it. And it's Jones and Mego with Arcan. You can call us up, 617-779-7937. That is the text line, 37937, where you can chime in, as uh, that last texter did. Uh, if you missed any part of the show or have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts. So quickly before we circle back to the Patriots and what they may need this offseason, I thought Tom Curran had an interesting tweet about the Sean Payton takeaway, going to Denver, breaking news last hour. I I framed it, you know, very basic connection. I applied it to Bill Belichick, and I said, well, if Sean Payton gets this, a first and a second, and it's not Denver's own first-round pick, it's the Miami pick they got from the Bradley Chubb trade, a first and a second for Sean Payton and a third. What could you get for Bill Belichick? And if it's more or even the same, would you do it? And you could still sound off on that. But Curran made a good point. He said this puts a stake through the heart of the Brady-Payton reunion, which I had kind of forgotten about those reports earlier in the offseason and even going back to last year where the Dolphins got hit with tampering. Sean Payton and Brady were going to be a package deal to the Miami Dolphins. And so... If Sean Payton's going to Denver, does that tell us anything about Tom Brady's future and maybe tell us that Brady's retiring? I mean, is that possible? I don't think he's going to retire, but like if they're a package deal and Payton's going somewhere where they already have a quarterback, although a quarterback who is downslide old and had a very poor year last year, does it tell us anything about Brady and his future? If if anything to me, I would just say that well maybe maybe He's going to hang him up and retire, but I, I still don't think that's the case. So I guess my, I guess my, it's a long way of saying no. I don't think it tells us anything. Well, it tells me. So yesterday, I think it was yesterday that Schefter or someone had the report that the that talking about the Dolphins are all in on. They're not interested in Tom Brady. Right. It was really awkward which wording. I, which I don't buy. Where it was buy, like yeah. the quarterback that they were previously pursuing, they are no longer pursuing, right. which was so dancing around the tampering charges and everything. It was so strange. And I didn't buy that at all. I would say now I 15% buy that. I have 15% buy-in that the Dolphins, whether this has nothing to do with whether or not they're committed to Tua, who's still in concussion protocol because of the Dolphins, I'm not saying that, but it does make me think, okay, whatever the plan that they had in motion a couple years ago is not exactly the plan going forward. And it's kind of hard to think about Brady playing with for Mike McDaniel. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Like, maybe maybe it tells you that Miami is more out of the mix. That's a fair way of looking at it, too. I don't think it necessarily does that. No. I think that once the Peyton thing sort of blew up with Miami, you know, and the boat and all that with uh, Brian Flores, I think they sort of just moved on and are still probably thinking that Tom Brady's a viable option. I don't think that that's – I don't think anything's really changed there. Yeah, I mean, look, I wonder if it's just Miami making a choice, too. It's like, look, we already got hit for tampering trying to put you two together. We can't get you both. So we're going to make a choice, and it's Brady. They're like, making the choice that you would make, which is the yeah, talent. Yeah, 100%. Even, even at 46 next year, that's still the decision that I would make. So, look, I, I still think Brady's going to play. I absolutely still think Miami's in play. Maybe San Francisco's in play. Maybe Sean Payton's taking a job because he's like, well, crap, I'm not getting the Niners job. Shanahan's there. So maybe the more we talk it out, the more it does tell you a bit about Brady. But it is interesting. They're no longer a package deal because Brady ain't going to Denver. I'm going to be fully transparent with you. 
my computer just turned itself off, and I don't know what's happening. I have a blank <laughs> screen in front of me. This is the kind of thing that you have weird nightmares about, where then all of a sudden you're back in homeroom, and you're well, like, now, oh, I never showed up to this. Well, plan. now you can't read the text line. What are you going to do? No, it's now I you got can't... all my notes on it. I, oh, oh, I see. Well, maybe <laughs> so, maybe you got too this many. This all might be off the top yeah, of the dome, to freestyle so don't now. hold yeah. me accountable. Maybe you got too many DM requests. Maybe that's what's, uh, what's <laughs> that's going what on. My computer you... quit. My computer was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, your computer's like, we need to. <laughs> We need to take you right to ResNet. You're going to have to up your foot game here if we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what's going on. It's just it's completely crashed. Uh, you also have a whole other computer sitting right there in front of you. It doesn't have my login with anything. It, I, I can't see. even send myself my notes. My notes are on my computer so in a Microsoft Word app. I'm letting everyone, I'm giving everyone a glimpse behind the scenes of yep. my system here. Peel them back the curtain. Uh, yeah. 617-779. Believe it or not, I actually prepare for this show. Yeah, uh, 7937. That's how you get in touch here with the show. Can we um? Can we queue up Ty Law one more time? Ty Law was on uh, the Greg Hill Show this morning, making his weekly appearance on a Ty Tuesday. And he had uh, this to say about the Patriots and their chances of landing any big-ticket players. Is there still an allure... When it comes to playing for Bill Belichick, do you think? I mean, for those that haven't played it, they're going to look at the history. Yeah, it's going to be some allure, allure to it. And it's also going to be some of those people that say, you know, they, they came to play with Tom Brady. But, you know, you can't knock Bill Belichick's resume. So there is something, you know, to it. People want to win. Do you want to have a quarterback? Absolutely. But I think free agents will be intrigued if the bag is right. If the bag is comparable, they'll come to New England. But if it ain't comparable, I'll give them who the coach and quarterback is in most cases. Yeah, I, I do think that's changed a little bit. I think guys would have taken less a few years ago. Not a lot less, but, you know, uh, uh, roughly the same, maybe even a little less to come here. It had been proven, uh, I don't want to say time and again, but it did happen with Brady. Guys would take less money to come here. Uh, that's gone. And you can still get free agents. you got to pay for it. Bill Belichick is begging the Patriots to open up their wallets, though he's part of the problem. He's part of the guy who is in charge of the budget and decides to penny pinch on certain players and draw a line in the sand on other players. So I wouldn't absolve Bill from any guilt, but I think they're tipping their hand they're going to spend. The problem is they have all this money and it's not a great free agent class. And when you spend, what are you going to spend on? Phil Perry wrote about this today or late last night at NBC Sports Boston making the case that looking at the final four teams, Kansas City, Philadelphia, uh, why am I blanking, Uh, the 49ers and the Bengals on the other side, looking at the final four teams, you see a commonality outside of the Chiefs who have Patrick Mahomes, who is a unicorn. I mean, you're never going to get yourself a Patrick Mahomes. But all the other teams put their assets into wide receivers. The Bengals, T. Higgins, second-round pick. Jamar Chase, first-round pick. The Eagles, Devontae Smith, first-round pick. Traded for A.J. Brown. Uh, On top of that, you have the Niners, who drafted Debo Samuel in the second round. They drafted Brandon Ayuk in the first round and have George Kittle on top of it. Uh, Phil Perry says, Having an elite offense is the price of admission this time of year, and most successful teams in football have spoken resoundingly with their wallets and their draft pick expenditures. Multiple game-breaking pass catchers is a prerequisite to getting a shot at the Super Bowl. He says the Chiefs don't have to live in that world, thanks to Mahomes, as we were just discussing, but that's the reality in which teams that don't have this generation's best passer have been forced to live in. He made the case earlier in the article that it's arguably the second most important position on the field after quarterback. Is that what the Patriots have to go get this offseason and prioritize over anything else, above all other things, a wide receiver? Because I, I do think that's the case. I'd absolutely like for them to upgrade at wide receiver, but 
it's it feels like it's not the right market for them to do that at all because the free agency market for wide receiver is really poor. I mean, Jacoby Myers, I think it was ESPN today, rated him at 21 out of 50 available free agents this season, and he was the highest wide receiver on the list. You've already got him, and he wants to be here, so maybe you can negotiate something there. But I think for most people on the outside, they would look at that and say, well, Jacoby Myers isn't a number one receiver. That isn't enough. I would focus on the offensive line for sure. Uh, if you are able to move on from Trent Brown, you can unload $11 million from for free up $11 million for cap space and give yourself a little wiggle room to spend a lot to reinforce that. Um, I just, I think the strength, and this might not get you as far as you want to, like you might not be, you probably won't be one of those final four teams next season. No. Regardless of what move you make this season, I just this like them, season, I'd like them back you, in the playoffs and maybe winning a right, game. Forget you can Final actually four. shore up the side of your offensive game that is strong, which is your run game. And you're going to have Ramondre Stevenson back. I don't think Damian Harris is going to be back. You can see what you have with those two young backs who you drafted last season. And nothing's going to function without an offensive line in my book. Arcan in my nuts. Oh, they may be, they may oh, be doing some work behind the scene. Well, you know, your computer crashed, and it looks like they're doing some work for him. Is so something happening? Your, your is computer's there like a broken, and we're fixing something else. <laughs> we'll get to you. We'll get to you. <laughs> no, so look, I do think it's the second most important position on the field in the modern-day NFL, more so than anything in the running game or the offensive line or anything on defense. Passing is what wins in today's NFL. It is. You need a passing attack. You need to be able to make big plays on Third and medium, third and long, fourth downs. We saw a bunch of those in the AFC title game. You know, teams going for it, unlike Kyle Shanahan in the NFC title game earlier that day. So, you know, I I do think you need that weapon, and especially if you don't have Joe Burrow or even Jalen Hurts. You know, you have something closer to Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy. Then you need to surround him. And if you're going to go into next year with Mac Jones, fine. It's great that you got him Bill O'Brien and you got him a new play caller and you're getting him a different offense and a more competent offense that may or may not work uh, in the NFL. If it's going to be Mac Jones and it sounds like it's going to be Mac Jones, then you definitely, definitely need to upgrade the talent around him. And you're not wrong, Mego. It's a bad free agent class. Jacoby Myers is the best receiver. Odell Beckham is another option there. Uh, who are some of the other big ticket quote-unquote, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. Smith These are some of the other big names. Nothing Nelson great. Aguilar. Nothing great. <laughs> He's like the fifth best guy. Yeah, like right. That's what I'm saying. It's, so, it's not a good market. But that doesn't mean there aren't ways to get in. wide receivers. So are you going to go draft one? You could, yes. And you could do what the Eagles did. You could trade for A.J. Brown. You could do what the Raiders did. Not that it made a huge difference for them. Trade for Devontae Parker. Miami turned into a playoff team by trading for Tyreek Hill. They're receivers you can trade for. And yes, I know they've been bad at drafting receivers. I've talked about it many, many times over the years. Just because they've been bad at it doesn't mean they shouldn't try anymore. They should still try. I disagree. They should stop trying. They suck that bad. <laughs> I, I uh, then you you never would you never would have gotten yourself gronk if the Patriots had that philosophy at tight end. You never would have gotten gronk. I'm not what, talking what about tight ends. It's a wide receiver. It's just wide receiver. But for ten years they were terrible at drafting tight ends. They stuck with it and they got gronk. For twenty years they've been terrible at drafting okay, wide receivers. Also, isn't that just kind of the law of averages? Well, at yeah, some point, exactly. you're going to hit. You're going to be awful. Not awful, a wide receiver. Awful. Well, you're not with Arkans plan. You're never going to hit if you never do it again. Then what no, you, the law I, of averages will never work from out. You. What do you think of Tyquan Thornton? Because I and I'm going to. I don't think much. Okay, so it's interesting. You what say do you that think? Because you were you were talking pretty highly of Sky Moore a little bit earlier when we yes. were talking about Kansas. Well, I City. said I liked him going into his draft year. I have not seen outside of one punt return. I haven't seen much this year. Would you know that their numbers are almost exactly the same this season? Sure. 
I like Sky Moore going in better in the draft, but they it both turns have out 250 receiving yards on exactly 22 catches. I would be concerned about both. Like if you're not productive in year one, it doesn't mean you're gonna stink. But I would, I would Tyquan be concerned. Thorne got hurt. Sure. So I'm just saying you were very high on Sky Moore. He was Moore, healthy. Didn't exactly no, look it up either. Again, either. I was again I was high on him going into his draft year. I well, I didn't say I was high on him for the Chiefs right now. I was high on him going into. The, I liked him a lot in that draft. But all those receivers that went right around Tyquan Thornton, I mean, you could have had George Pickens, way better. Could have had Alec Pierce. Sky Moore and Ty, uh, Tyquan Thornton, fine. Their numbers are similar. I'd be equally concerned about both. If I'm a Chiefs fan, I'd be like, this kid hasn't shown anything either. Speaking of the draft, though, I was really excited that we had this mind meld before the show, and we haven't gotten to talk about it, that we both looked at that kid Pacheco. Oh, yes, go Pacheco, for it, yes. Pacheco on the Chiefs, and we were like, Guy from Rutgers, running back, little running back from Rutgers, who was a stud in that last game for the Chiefs. How did Bill miss out on him? And he was in the seventh round. Late, I mean, late Rutgers pick should be Bill Belichick territory. If you should be concerned about anything with the way that Bill drafts, it's that he wasn't looking at that guy. I mean, that's like, that's tailor-made. That's like a joke that you would construct to make fun of the way that Bill drafts. Seventh round, running back from Rutgers. And then he tears it up. Well, he wasn't at the Shrine Bowl last year. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe yeah. Bill missed out because he was skipping out on all of these, uh, all of these all-star games. Now that he's going to be doing it, maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll spot someone like Pacheco. Wasn't a good day. Uh, Sean is in Manchester, New Hampshire on the Patriots. Go ahead, Sean. Yo, dude, you you need to build this team from the inside out. Start with the line, then work outside. Uh, whatever happened to us having a quarterback in a system this last year? Yeah, Sean, I just I just think the league changed. I think the league changed. Also, that system, system was pretty changed. good last year too. I thought. Right? Well, the system did change. That's fair, but I I just I don't I don't love the idea of winning with a system quarterback in today's NFL. And if you're going to go with a system quarterback, then it needs to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy where you are stacked everywhere. I mean, the Niners' roster is absurd. Tom Brady is the system. You also have to be in a great system like Shanahan runs. I mean, the system has to be good. Like, you can talk about the quarterback all you want this year. The system was awful. I think Shanahan and McVay have good... rudimentary and non-existent. Sure. I think, you know, if you had Patrick Mahomes in that system, it would have worked. I think if Matt Patricia was Patrick Mahomes' coach, it would have been fine. You wouldn't care about the coaching because coaching's overrated. That's what I think. Define work. You think they would be where the Chiefs are now? I think they'd be a good team. Would they be in the Super Bowl? Maybe not. Maybe that would preclude them from getting to the Super Bowl, but they'd be a really good team. I think Pat- they would You'd be look at Patrick Max- Mahomes and go, wow, look at that offense. Mahomes Still. would just blow off everything Patricia said. Yeah. That's the only time Mac Jones ever, like, did right. that offense ever worked. Well, this is the other thing. He's waving them off and doing whatever he wants. This is the other thing about <laughs> system quarterbacks. They're beholden to the system. Right. When you have a quarterback who can go off script and can play outside the system, you don't need to worry about the system so much. And, you know, Mahomes is a really high-end comp for that. But I even think somebody like Jalen Hurts would be an example of that. A guy who can get out of your uh, system that puts a quarterback in the box and asks them to do one thing. But I think Jaylen if you have a quarterback really, who can do more than one thing, you can do it. He couldn't really do that until he was in the system for a second year. I guess I, you guys keep saying that. I thought he was pretty good last year. They were in the playoffs last year with him as a starting quarterback in his first year as a starting quarterback. I think he took a big a big step forward he was much. He was much better this year. Fine, but like I don't think he was bad last year. Arkan never answered the question. What was it? Which question? 
is wide receiver the most pressing need for? Oh the yes, Patriots? we were going to go to you, but they were working on your computer. Yeah, I don't know what oh, you were doing. Back I wasn't there. doing anything. His there computer works being, fine. Yeah, I don't know why they even came in here. But uh, th- my answer to that for this team, yes, I think that for the Chiefs. You can invest in the offensive line and shore that up and let the chips fall where they may with seventh-round running backs and Juju Smith-Schuster as your number one wide receiver. You can do that with Patrick Mahomes. You can't do that with Mac Jones. So, so yes, wide receiver is important. You want to replace Jacoby Myers with Juju Smith-Schuster? Um, I would do that, yeah. I think that there's a chance that's a minor upgrade. I, that's not where I would start. I'd start with Hopkins, who may or may not want I'd to play want for Bill I'd want someone better again. than Schuster, sure. But yeah, I mean. Keenan Allen's a name I keep bringing up. Like If, if he's at all going to shake free, that's a name I'd look at. You know, you've met. I know. T. Have, you, have you been hearing that? This is the second T. time you said that. Have you yeah, been hearing that? Uh, I thought Andrew Callahan wrote that a, a week or two about ago. About Keenan Allen, I yes. missed it. I yeah, yeah. Missed it. I believe that was he wrote that in the Boston Herald a couple of weeks ago when he was going through all the potential options at wide receiver. That name also caught my I eye. I love Keenan Allen. I don't know how I don't know how available he is, but that's a name that yes has been out there. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because they have quote unquote cap restraints, and if that's the case, well then they'll probably keep him. But if that's a name you can trade for and he's potentially available, I would love to. But Hopkins is the most obvious one. And that's where I'd start. It's the most obvious one if he can get over Bill O'Brien comparing him to a serial killer the last time they talked. <laughs> no, I mean I I get all that, but like oh that oh all that. But you're also you're also in Arizona, so like, do you want to be in Arizona next year? Do you want to be in New England next year? Well, I, I mean, this is going back to the argument that Patriots fans continue to make. Oh, we're going to get T. Higgins because why wouldn't he be a Patriot? He's well, really good if they're going to pay him. If you if you're gonna pay uh, anybody, it doesn't, it doesn't they're not sound, gonna take it doesn't T. Higgins sound like, away from it doesn't sound like Cincinnati. the card my point is it doesn't sound like the Cardinals want to pay DeAndre Hopkins. Well so, he also so, has a no trade clause. So okay. he could say, I don't want to go play for Bill O'Brien again. He, he could. compared me to a serial killer. What if nobody else <laughs> wants to pay him? He might say, <laughs> Oh yeah. Is, oh yeah, you know what? I actually will go there. I don't care that much about it because I want to get paid. Which I wouldn't blame him for. Free agents will be intrigued if the bag is right. There you go, Ty Law. That's all you need to know. How do you how do you work it out with DeAndre Hopkins? Pay him. Plain and simple. Sit down. You have a nice little beer summit. You apologize for comparing him to a serial killer. I mean, Ty Law. I was only joking. Ty Law said Bill Belichick had to lie to feed his family, and he came back and played for the <laughs> Patriots. So, like, I mean, that, all these things it's can be worked Bill. out. But that was Ty Law saying it about Bill. Bill was the bigger man who got over it Okay, in that so Bill, but Bill got over it. Can DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins get over sure. being compared to a serial killer? Sure. Uh, do you if know you pay, DeAndre? No, no, I don't. But if you pay me, I can get over a lot of things. I'm true. sure he could, too. I mean, we both have. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's a fair point. Uh, 617-779-7937. We will wrap things up. Coming up next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Whatever happened to that, by the way? Whatever happened to the Marcus Smart jersey and no pants? Couldn't I wasn't, find the jersey. That is not... All talk. That is not how I was welcomed yesterday. That is true. 
What can I say? I, I, I have a Marcus Smart t-shirt jersey. I'm a Marcus Smart guy. Is everybody president of the fan club? Me. Are you Did getting you your get cereal? The cereal? Uh, you know what? I am not. I am not getting the cereal. I've said this on the air before. I was the uh, people don't believe me when I say this. People think I'm joking. I was the the uh, creative uh, force behind pasta pasta. Is that still available? Is that can that still be bought? It's a good question. I was the creative. I can I can vouch for this. By I was What's the cre- up, guys? I was the creative force behind pasta pasta. And you know what? Like most uh, business deals I've done in the past, I didn't secure things very well, and I didn't I didn't get a cut of those proceeds. I get I didn't I didn't get any of that money. So pasta's just sitting there on a uh, David Pasternak that is is just sitting there on a mountain of that pasta money, and he's about to get an extension on top of it, and I completely missed out. Pasta pasta is for sale on eBay for like twenty bucks a box, so I'd say you probably can't wow. get it in stores anymore. Well, yeah, but uh, but every time that goes on eBay, if I'm, I'm sorry, twenty that, twenty bucks for three boxes. <laughs> Still, still not bad. Still, almost seven dollars a box. Still, it's was actually a... expensive for pasta. I, uh, I it was also eighty-eight cents, right? Wasn't that the whole gimmick? I also pitched Tatum tots. Free idea. I pitched Tatum tots. That uh, still, that market has come not been. Come up with cornered. another one. But are you gonna? Well, Tatum I, I, tasty cakes. I should have come my up with uh, bacon. What do they call smart cereal? Flop flakes. What do they call it? <laughs> yeah, flop flakes. You got it. Flop oh, flakes. Wicked smarts. Wicked smarts. Yes, I and I know, and I know it's uh, it goes to a very good cause. So they I look mean, a lot like Lucky Charms. I don't mean to. I don't mean to talk down to I it. Can't I can't. I couldn't Lucky remember the Charms name. Charms anymore. They give me intestinal distress. <laughs> oh, I'll leave it at that. Yikes! <laughs> Gastrointestinal distress. So Fourier multicolored. Fourier can't eat the <laughs> yes. sprouts. Fourier can't eat the sprouts, and you can't eat you can't eat Lucky Charms. Yeah, I think I'm not going to go down this road anymore. I got, I already regret. Say that, that for Meg's playing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into uh, intestinal uh, failures, or what did you just describe it as? Intestinal distress. turmoil, distress. Distress. Uh, let's get into that tomorrow. That's uh, that's yellow true. moons and green clovers. What? Uh, what I are... can't wait to open the DMs after this show. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're hey, not. I got a pink horseshoe for you. <laughs> yeah, you are not. You are not gonna want to get in there. That is the last thing you're gonna want to do. Magically delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clovers and balloons. Yeah, purple eggplants is what you're gonna be getting in that cereal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what uh, what, <laughs> what do we have today, Ryan? That we've uh, we've missed out on on the show. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, apparently, I haven't heard. Um, Really, a lot of negative feedback as far as how the the show has gone. Yep, um, no, all positive I'd as far as I've heard. Well, I I don't know. Maybe this is more subjective, but I did hear. Hey, it's Greg. Hi, Greg. How are you? Uh, our show uh, in your debut, Adam, has made it back to the morning show, and they had a review. I don't know if you've heard this. They did a review of the, of Jones Just, and Mega with Arkham. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a you, review of me. You guys are on the show, but it was really you were sort of the focal point of Review this of discussion. Okay, yep. uh, yes, uh, we debuted a new afternoon show here yesterday, Jones and Mego. I tuned in. I thought it was <laughs> very entertaining. Curtis, I know you were listening yesterday afternoon. Uh, well, I love Jones. Love uh-huh. the guy. I thought he was excellent yesterday. Thank he you. and Mego were great with our kid. We were. And I love the, the clarity and opinionated nature of mm. one Adam Jones. One thing I noted, mm. oh, he I was uh, positively on script when it comes to the Mac Jones hate around this place uh, that is propagated by noted Mac Jones hater Chris Scheim and uh, Jermaine Wiggins. Hello. And sometimes Courtney Cox. <laughs> Hi, Scheim. Uh, <laughs> spot on with the Mac Jones hate. Here's what Adam Jones said yesterday. Yeah, let's hear it. He's a dinosaur the way he plays. He's oh, yeah. a relic compared to Jalen Hurts or, you know, never mind the Josh Allens of the world or even, you know, a, a, another quarterback who is the same area of the draft as Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Mm. Like, 
I wanted Justin Fields in that draft over Mac Jones. Yo, I'm not saying Mac can't play. I have my questions, but he's not a modern-day quarterback. Yeah. Huh. All right, preach. Okay. Welcome. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> welcome. Forgot to, forgot to mention the guy who was in the AFC Championship game on Sunday, Joe Burrow, and his uh, his style of quarterback play. I mean, the guy okay. can still move. When that's Joe Burrow okay. needs to make a play yeah, with okay. his legs, he's that's able okay. to. I understand. He's They're a dinosaur quarterback. How, how do we deal with a pocket quarterback here for 20 years? Oh, do we do pretty good? It's a different era, Greg. A different era, I see. Yes. Okay. Did All you right. hear Julian like flash. We like the flashy guys. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Welcome to Adam Jones. Welcome. Welcome. So you I, have it. I look, I mean, you know, I'm not going to compare Mac Jones to Joe Burrow or to Tom Brady, but it, it is similar stylistically. That's fine. I, I think Mac Jones has a much lower ceiling than uh, than those two, but neither here nor there. All I would say lower is... Lower ceiling than Tom Brady. You yes, sure about yes, that? Yes, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. But when it comes All to... Right, preach. When it comes to the reviews of the show, I just, I didn't expect the only negative review we were going to get, Mego. I didn't expect the only negative review we were going to get was going to be from Greg Hill. I, I Welcome was, to Adam Jones. All, all of Twitter, all, I'm sure the Twitch chat, the text line, all of it was so positive that I, I'm surprised the one, the one piece of negativity we have to deal with is from Greg. It and I'm a, little disapp- I'm a feelings, little disappointed by that. I, my feelings were hurt because I came home yesterday and I had so many mentions and DMs. Everybody was like, Chad Finn's wrong. You're the best show that's ever been on. Yep. And then there were all these other podcasts that were reviewing the show. And they were all like, this is the greatest yep. radio show ever. Yeah. And I just, to hear it from the morning show, the one slightly negative review, we can't take something just, that's even slightly negative. How are we going to do this anymore? It's all been so positive. And it's going to hurt us. E2, E2, Greg, it's all been so positive. on script. But uh, like the one guy who didn't vote for Griffey, you know, in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> exactly, that's basically preventing what it, it from being unanimous. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's exactly what it is. But no, I, look, I am no Mac Jones fan. I will uh, I will wear that as a badge of honor. Uh, we'll be looking. I can't forward. wait for you guys. Well, to I meet, was just going to say we'll be looking way. forward to talking to it's Mac Jones really in football interesting. season. Well, you know, I'm not I'm not banking on him being the quarterback for all that long. But what are you going to do? Uh, anyway, when it comes to uh, the NBA though and trash talk. Because that wasn't really trash talk from Greg. When it comes to the NBA and trash talk, though, the Celtics like to partake in it. But uh, Luka Doncic also does it as well. This was uh, apparent last night, right, Ryan? And galloping in to lead the way was Luka. And there's still, this is how the night started, and this is how the night is going to end with the Detroit bench and Luka exchanging words. Well, that's that. Don't want to get a technical right now, given that he's at 11 for the year and you're suspended at 16. It seems like there was a little extra chirping going on with the bench tonight. Did that impact well, it was their assistant coach? He started chirping in the first quarter, so they didn't like when I chirped back. Now they said play basketball. If they're gonna chirp at me, I'm gonna chirp back. I ain't scared. I don't know if you've ever been I in that situation scared. before where you got a buddy behind you who's talking crap on your behalf. Say that to his face. He'll no mop the floor with you. And Dwayne Casey's like, would you shut up? That's Luka effing Doncic over there. He's going to kill us, which he did, by the way. Yeah, went no, off he for did. 35 points. He did. Uh, uh, I've been that person with No, he went off for 50. I thought he went off for 50 before. plus. 53, right? Oh, went I, looking 50, at the, I might be looking plus at an old game night. log then. What were you saying? No, though? I was saying I've been that person with a boyfriend before. You know? Oh, you're like, oh my... My oh, boyfriend yeah, can beat man, you man, up. Man, man. 
Yeah. Like, you know, he was at Planet Fitness Mega. this morning. Yeah. And you're you're right, Adam. Yeah, he had 53 points against the lowly Detroit well, Pistons. He needed all 53 to beat Detroit. Yeah. You know who that assistant was, too? That's Jerome Allen, who was here for a long ah. time under uh, under Brad Stevens. So some Celtics ties there. But no, yeah, you, you've done like the Sammy Sweetheart Ronnie thing where you're like. <laughs> I would say when I was. I don't in mean their personal added... relationship. I mean, you no, know, no, kind of. No, never did that. Kind of uh, kind of gassing up, uh, kind of gassing it up. And then Ronnie's yeah. going to fight the battles a little bit. And then bit I there. run away. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why 19-year-olds should not be in bars. I do that, too, with my wife. I'm like, yeah, 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 she could beat you up. She probably then I, could. Then, then I run away and I hide. That's how That's how it works. Bit of an attack dog. No, she could She could beat me up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think she could beat up most of the show, to be honest. I don't know about Arcand. I could take her away. <laughs> you should. All right, this is going to be great. We're going to figure out a foundation for this. I mean, yeah. we're being honest here. Go yeah, you know what? <laughs> I like her. I wouldn't want to you know fight what? her, but somebody's, I probably could if I had Somebody's going to take out Cat. I could do it. <laughs> all right, good to know. Duly noted. You know, I'll just all ball back pocket that information. You never know. You never know when that's going to come in handy. Uh, so that'll do it. Day two in the books. Progress? What do we think? Progress? I think Meg's planning was better today, so I feel good about me. I don't know about you. We'll see. We'll, we'll be back no, tomorrow. No, I agree. You took a big step forward Thanks. today. Me, me, it might have been some regression. And then all the positive reviews, and then Greg's going to knock us down a peg. How dare he? Uh, anyway, that'll do it for us. We'll have more tomorrow at 2 right here on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.